And now, the exciting conclusion of On No Loops' history of female MCs. Already in progress. On No Loops. On No Loops. All right, so now let's move into, let's start with 1999 and pick up where we left off in the last episode. Um, so you got uh, Miss Toy, who was in a group called Militia, who had a, a record called Burn in 1997. They put out an album, uh, the self-titled album in 1997. Um, from what I understand, Burn is a remix the the version on the album is not that good, and I hear, I hear the album isn't isn't too good either. But I haven't I've had my, I haven't heard. Well, that's burn, until the sun burns eyes, keep burning till it sets on the west side. Just ride, stay high all night. Let's just ride, stay high. All night. She, you probably would know her best from the track uh, "You Can Do It" by Ice Cube. Yeah. You could do it. Put your back into it. Don't stop, nigga, hit it. I will. I'm gonna do it. Don't do it. Um, this was like his kind of second club record. It was like, really? Like, is this, is this the word? Like, okay. Um, that was in 1999 off the Next Friday soundtrack. And then she followed that up with an album on Universal in uh, 2001 called That Girl. I've never heard anything from this album, I have to say. Um, I can't say I've heard anything yeah. either, but what I can say is that, um, I think... Did she have something later on? I don't know. Um, yeah, I believe she did. She had an a album mixtape or something. Um, looking real quick, I uh, think she came out with Corporate Thug in two thousand nine. Huh. Okay. Yeah, that I think was an independent album, but um, she definitely uh did some other things. Uh. And she also had uh, another album in 2007 called Not Your Average Chick. Okay. Um, so there were a few things that came out after that. Okay. So I don't know what she's doing now, but I know that those two albums came out. All right. Well, I didn't mean to shortchange Miss Toy. <laughs> um, oh, and one up? more. Um, how could I forget? I Am a Warrior in 2014, which had a posse cut. Um, with Silky Fine, Yo-Yo, and Sugar T. Um, which actually was pretty cool. And she reunited with um, Ice Cube on this album, too, uh, on a track called Green Like green like that green yeah. 
Um, so then next you got uh Charlie Baltimore, who um she was she was dating Biggie at one point. Um I, I don't know if this was before after Faith or during. I'm not really sure how that went. None none of my business. Um but you might remember her from the Get Money video where she played where she portrayed the the role of uh Faith Evans. Yeah. Um if you if you remember that video at all where he's like throwing her clothes out or throwing her out of the house, that's that's Charlie Baltimore. Um so so he linked her up with with Lance on Riviera and she was she was signed to un, un, Entertainment Records. Uh she dropped well, she recorded the album um Ice aka Cold as Ice uh, in, in 1999. Um, um it had the joint Stand Up which was produced by RZA, it featured Ghostface. Tony, what up? Heard your dick was good. You should know yo I fucked you on the side of my hood. Never that dog from where you can never hit it. Throw a raise in my mouth on the low and suck your dick. The with world it. famous priceless still stainless dick. Pray over this scope your love. Nameless heavyweight dick in your jaw. Good leaking yeah. from your lips now baby girl yeah. throw the yeah. sword. Hey, yo Tony you phony we both signed a Sony but for half your pub ride that dick like a pony. She had a joint called Everybody Wanna Know, which was produced by Premier. Everybody wanna know the outcome of when I come out. My road to success, pay dues with the thumb out. Hitchhike from she nice to she the nicest. I permit chicks in front, now I'm licensed. What? Everybody wanna know if I spit my own hits? Come to any session, any song in question. Drop 48 new bars on spot like remixes. All hoes do is add on my words like pre But th that album didn't come out. It wasn't released. Uh, there's, you know, again... Promo copies are floating around out there, but <laughs> but the album was never released. Yeah. Um, starting to see a pattern here, but yeah, and but you can find that album on Spotify now. So yeah, it, in its entirety, Spotify. in its entirety. Um, and then she signed to Murder Inc. in 2002. Was on like a few of you know Ja Rule singles and what have you. Uh, uh, now I'm showing you blood and love. There's no belly. You bounce from blow selling though amounts to no telling. There'll be no telling. Snitches get it back. Throw gats to your backs for my boys. Baby, I'm showing you I can show you better than I could tell you. Blow trial. Bring commissary and mail. and then released some singles of her own but her album uh the diary which was supposed to be released in 2003 again not released um since then she's she's done and like recently she made she released a couple mixtapes one called natural born chronicles in, in 2012 and then hard to kill in 2013 um so she, so i believe she's still trying to make you know try, trying to make music and release joints but um never really got to make that album that she was that she had you know she she may have she may have recorded like two yeah, albums that were just yeah. never released and who knows she might still be plugging it away i mean yeah. uh, if she is she is and good luck to her for that but um yeah she just never uh seemed to uh uh, uh find that claim to fame that uh, it seemed like i thought that she was going to get but yeah. that just never really happened yeah. and, you know but you know say love oh well um, Lady Luck. Yeah. Do you remember her from the um 
I guess the moment that uh, Def Jam was trying to go into the stratosphere. Yeah. And they signed her to, uh, well, after hearing several freestyles, they signed her to a rumored half million to million dollar five album deal. Uh, based on those freestyles. Um, and also, after she uh, made appearances on EPMD's album um, on the song Symphony 2000. Farrell Monch's Simon Says Remix in 99, both in 99. That's how she sounds. Like, oh, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Bounce with Jinx the Juvie off of the tunnel. That was the um, Funkmaster Flex. Funkmaster Flex. Big Cap, Big Cap album. Yeah. R.I.P. Big Cap. Yeah. Um, and uh, she was also, she had a single uh, Rush R.U.S.H. Slash come get it in 2000. She had an infamous battle with a very young Remy Ma, which yeah. in a Vlad TV interview with her girlfriend years later. Uh, the um, the battle, if ever you want to see it, I think there's a part one and part two, is on YouTube. Yeah. Um, and, of course, the Vlad TV interview is on Vlad, Vlad TV. So I never slandered her outside of rap music. You know, never talked about fuck her life or her family or her child or nothing. It's just always been rap. Yeah, I'm not dissing her as a, as a woman. I, I am so happy for her. I would never wish jail on anybody, especially how long she went to be away from her family. And Pap stood in her corner the whole time. I have nothing but respect for yeah, them that was dope. as people, as human beings. But as a rapper, man, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? That's just rap shit. It's just competition. It's basketball. It's, you know what I mean? But as a human being, as yo, I'm, I'm very proud of her accomplishments. I'm happy that she came out. She found the lane, and she's working with it. And as a human being, I'm cheering her on. She's currently on Bravo's first family of hip hop. Yeah. She's she and she actually actually is the great niece of Sylvia Robbins. Yeah. And so this is this is a you know, another another reality show about this is about the, the, the Robinson family who again, you, you could call the first family of hip hop, right? Sylvia Robinson founded the Sugar Hill Records, which yeah. released the first like official uh rap record, uh, uh Rapper's Delight. And they're still like cashing checks off of that and so they have the show on on bravo as you do (laughs) yeah yeah i mean i i I really thought that luck was going to be much bigger than she um ended up being um you know because she could just spit so hard she was hard yeah 
Yeah, she had lyrics for days. I got that on my neck. Time to bow down and get it clean to Jersey. Respect. I'm from the bottom the bottom. New Gamora and Sodom. Many bitches. I'm the first one like Hillary Rodham. If you niggas got problems, automatics will solve them. First we load and cock them. Pop them like cheap condoms. I abuse the drum and molest the snare. Lyrically fuck the track. This is sex in your air. Nah, scratch that. This the best in your air. Got God in my heart. No man I could fear. Yeah. Cruise through the Bronx with my city and my hat low. Used to call me fat, so now they call me Miss Castro. Slower, fast flow, hotter than Tabasco, asshole. Luck just getting warmed up. Never gonna surrender, keep both arms up. Get your block bombed up when we scream squad up. Yeah, bitch, I got my ice tray, part on. Titty showing, giving your boyfriend a hard on. You not strong, little bitch, got the game wrong. Luck I never get gone, I'm back, motherfucker. Many ads, who you signed to? Must I remind you the flow is fine tuned? Fuck the questions, I'll provide you with the best of me CD by two. In my view, all that Fendi, that Gucci, that Prada, and that jewelry make you a target to get shot up. And I'll pop up in the old hoofie with the Glock up. You can't stop her, influenced by Henny and Big Papa. It's none hotter or either. I got a fever, smoking the reefer with a couple. Just check out that battle. The battle is really good. It's, it's, I mean, it's I, really I, I really think that she won, but Lady Luck. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but you could have your own opinions. Yeah. Um, moving on, we have Soleil. Um, Soleil, who um, I guess you could say she was a a very statuesque. Uh, she she had a very interesting look, and she, and I mean that in the best way possible. Yes. Like I believe I believe she's um I think I think Native American and black, so she's like very tall, slender. Very like model esque face. Yeah. 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 She uh from what we know first appeared on that uh Who Dat track. Who Dat Me and my girls rolling deep represent the zone. Bunch of fly ass bitches when we ride it on. See your niggas all pause, dropping digital phones, asking me where you from, cause they want to clone niggas. Them lines, they spit, they want my shit, but games be whack. I turn my back. The JT Money track yep. in 99 and then came out with her own album off of the DreamWorks label in 99 called Skin Deep. Yeah. It was produced by uh, Tricky Stewart and Focus. Tricky Stewart who went on to like produce big hits with The Dream and like, yeah. Rihanna and, and so forth. Um, this was, I think she was like like kind of like his artist, like she like... She was on, I think, his label, which was through DreamWorks, and so yeah, this was like one of his first big projects. Was her her debut album. Yeah. Um, also had the the the, the single uh, "It Wasn't Me," which had like a Latin flavor. Um, the album version had Jason Weaver, who you might remember from Lion King. Um, <laughs> and homeboy, uh, homeboy from ATL. Yes, ATL as and well. That's all right. those other TV shows and that I can't think of I'm, right now. Was he on Thea? You, you remember Thea? I, I Brandy was on Thea. Yes. Uh, yeah, well, I don't remember him being in that. Okay. <laughs> was, was, was he, he was on? In, he was on one of those shows. He was on some show with the Sinbad uh, show. No, that was Ray J. Uh, he um, was on some show with Cuba's brother. Oh, uh, okay. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not go down that. Hole. That'll be on episode eighty-nine. Obscure black sitcoms. Yes. Um. So, uh, yeah, but but the, in the in the video version of that song, it, they replaced Jason Weaver with Genuine, who she was dating at the time. Said I hate it, baby. It wasn't me. Your girl wants to do it to me. She wants to give it to me. She wanna stop it till I let her come and do it to me. Girlfriend's like, baby. It wasn't 
question This thing that I heard, it got me stressing I'm guessing, baby, coming to you for your confession If you did it, then you best to tell me Straight up, cause what I heard completely overwhelmed me Don't try to sell me, then compel me to be packing and gone I better yet, I'll pack you up before the end of the song But if I'm wrong, then my complete apology you will see This can't happen, and you know that I don't wanna believe That you will leave or ever let another woman receive The love you give me every day, I find it hard to conceive But if it's true, then I'ma have to tell you this is the end and then uh, she recorded a second album apparently for Fly Away, but it was never released um, again. But I, th I think in this, I think she just wanted, I, I think she was kind of done. I think she wasn't really interested in doing music or at least doing music on their terms anymore. So she just didn't put that album out. Um, uh, she was married to Genuine, uh, the aforementioned Genuine, from 2003 to 2014. Uh, they had they had two two girls together. Um and yeah, so she, like like you can find her. I, I believe she's still trying to record music. Um, she has an, a, a website, uh, IamSoleil.com. She apparently does like yoga and nutrition and all that good stuff. Yeah, and so that's she, Soleil. according to the picture, has aged very beautifully. Yes, <laughs> she's yeah, she's clearly taking care of herself. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to her. Um, health is health as well. Um. Then you got Shauna, who, again, from Chicago. Uh, she was a daughter of the legendary blues, blues musician uh, Buddy Guy. Um, so she started off in a group called uh, The Syndicate, or later known as uh, Infamous Syndicate, with, uh, with Tifa. Um, they had a huge record, and again, huge local record in Chicago called Jenny Jones in 1997. I remember that. I remember that. I remember hearing <laughs> that all the time. Um, when I was in high school, um, <laughs> reference to the uh, former talk show host, the name only a name. <laughs> but see, they replaced the S with a Z, so totally so different person, com completely different person. Yeah, not not that Michelle Leslie Brown. As she checked her Movado, empty whiskey bottles in a hollow, slim late in a shadow. Who you follow? Don't make me pull it quicker. You remind me of this shorty that got Mookie in the zipper. How you figure? Could make me look a dipper. Shut up. Just because you licked up, don't make me quiver, not deliver my message. Don't make me second guess it and make sure that know that we be back. And then they put out the album uh, Changing the Game on, on Relativity Records in 1999, which is really, the album didn't didn't blow up, but it's notable because it was produced by both uh, No ID and, and a young Kanye West. Yeah. Um, they had the first single and video called Here I Go. record called what you do to me which was produced by and features a rap from kanye west rap. in in, in it's like hard to find mostly the type of girls to give you they whereabouts supposedly and when you check they ain't never where they supposed to be i learned my lesson now only close to me don't get me wrong you still gotta look close to me this ain't a song i made for ugly start approaching me you know how this go i just very mean now my roly face green now bring your self-esteem down the day i met you if i were not so later on I asked my girl how many 
you got I never loved you a lot But then this nigga got turned out He told his boy to told his boy another words out My man approaching me with rumors that he heard about But do the lane Probably ask you can he work it out I swear y'all better keep the game on the huh? Yeah, y'all. Now watch me change. It's not as good as because like both Tifa and Shauna could rap. Like they could really rap, and they were doing like the double time flow. But they could also do. They could switch it up. They were both really dope. But um, that app, the surprisingly the production on the album is not that great. Like yeah, there, there there's a lot of uh, albums and artists who just got the raw deal of production in the late '90s, early 2000s, and when you look back, you just you find some duds, unfortunately. Yeah. I actually think Jen- Jenny Jones is the best song on that album. They they threw it on at the end, just that you know, but um, it's still like their best work, I think. But um, so she broke away from Infamous Infamous Syndicate like after that album. Um, she was on a joint. Uh, if any of you are familiar with the the Dayton family from Flint, Michigan, um, the rapper Bootleg from that group put out a solo album in 1999. She's on a track on there. Who sounds a lot like Tupac? Just had to throw that in there. Um, it was definitely trying his best. Um, and then you got, uh, and then of course, she signed with DTP uh, shortly thereafter. She was on Ludacris's first single, uh, What's Your Fantasy, in 2000. Yeah, and then she was on the uh, DTP uh, compilation album Golden Grain in 2002. Uh, she was on the remix to Beanie Man's Dude. Yeah, that was a what moment? Yeah. <laughs> People didn't know, you know, they were like, what was that? Yeah. What's um, she doing? Yeah. Like, I mean, there were people who knew who Shauna was, but like, who is this girl rhyming, flipping her flow? Yeah. From the ragamuffin flows yeah. to the, you know, way she normally raps back and forth, and it was kind of just like, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah she was very versatile. <laughs> um, you want the cheese sticks? Call me. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, but then, so eventually she put out her, her first solo album, uh, Worth the Wait, in 2004. Um, it was delayed for a few years. Um, she had the joint uh, called Shake That Shit, which was the first single, which was produced by, produced by Timbaland. And it sounds a lot like um, the track Is That Your Bitch, which was, um, it was Jay-Z featuring Twister and Missy Elliott, and then it became Jay-Z featuring Memphis Bleak and, Memphis, and Missy Elliott. Yeah. But um, it sounded a lot like that song. Is that your bitch? Why she all in his six with a hand on his dick? Keep licking her lips. Is that your bitch? Why she all in his ride with a hand on his thigh? Keep licking in his eyes. Oh, is that your bitch? Better tell her chill while you all in his grill. Don't you know that man killed? Is that your bitch? Why she paid to him? Keep praising him. Um, the album is it's again kind of disappointing in that it I don't think it just lives up to her talent. Like it's very much the album is very much in terms of production, very much steeped in that like very synthetic 
early 2000s sound. Yeah. Um, although there's a couple standouts. One is that she she did a remake of MC Light's Kicking for Brooklyn uh, called uh, Kick This One, which was just surprising because, again, it stands out because it, it sounds nothing like the rest of the album. And um, it's a song where she's just talking about rocking the mic and shit, which is, is a very old school thing to do, I guess. In, in yeah. early 2000, people weren't talking about just rocking the mic. Yeah. This one for Southside. Kick this one for the West Side. Now kick this one here for me and my city. You know, I was chilling in the 50, minding my own when this broad walked up with a chrome microphone. She said, hey, bitch, look up. I heard about you, so here's the microphone. Let's see what you can do. So I took the microphone and I threw it to the bar because I need no assist when it comes to going home. Uh, but that was cool. I thought that was cool that, you know, clearly MC Light was uh, an inspiration to her. I thought that was cool that she was kind of paying homage. That Always way. dope. Always dope. Um... And then the the other standout is a joint called Super Freak, which was produced by uh, Terrace Martin, who you might who's a jazz musician slash rap producer who who will be eternally tied to the to Pimp a Butterfly absolutely, album, absolutely, <laughs> regardless of anything that he doesn't like, uh, absolutely, um, <laughs> even though he's very accomplished, yeah, very accomplished has has a, a long list of production credits, but this was actually one of his first uh, placements was on this album, and immediately like this song just stands out, like I. Before I knew the production credits, I was listening to the album, and when this song came on, I'm like, "Whoa! Like, what? Like, who produced this? Because it sounds, it's very like funky and soulful in a way, in whereas the rest of the album is more kind of synthetic sounding. I, I thought it was Eric Sermon at first, but oh, it's, it's really? Terrace Martin. Hmm. Like, he even he even throws in some horns at the end of it. Oh, like, that's it's, yeah. Another thing that was going on with Shauna, um, in 2006, she came out with the Block Music album, and that was known for her coming out with the big, I guess you could say hit? It was, a, it was definitely a hit. It, it, it was more a, uh, I guess, out of everybody's uh, trunk of their car type hit versus going to number one in the country type hmm. hit. Uh, getting some with AKA that in- getting some head. Yeah, yeah, with that infamous uh, two short sample. Yeah. I was getting some head. Getting some head. I was getting some head. Getting some head. I was getting some head. Getting some head. I was beat the kind of girl that makes it toes. You know I keep that profile with in the tree. I turn it to the max so you can feel it when it boom. You go to DTP, we give the people what they want. And when they come to hustle, Joe, you know we ain't no pawn. You catch me in the I don't think the song is about getting head though. Most, I think it's mostly just her just rapping. Yeah, just her just rapping. (laughs) It it was the hook that really got everybody. I don't even think anybody could recite the lyrics. No, but yeah, yeah, but they they, they, that was a hit. Um, That album is, I would say it's, it's definitely better than her first album. It definitely is more. I think it, it wasn't a hit. It didn't like make. It didn't like. You know, it didn't sell a lot or what have you, but I think it was definitely it definitely showed that she was more focused on her music and really on showcasing her talents and doing songs that were more like diverse. 
Um, so then she was she left um, DTP I think around um, I think around 2007 or eight. But then she was going to do this album with Ludacris called Battle of the Sexes, which was supposed to be a duet album, like kind of like a concept album yeah. between the two of them. But uh, Ludacris changed his mind at some point and decided it was just going to be another Ludacris album. Yeah. Um, so it ended up being like his, I forget what number album, but like like his seventh album, I think, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and you you ended up having a few other female MCs featured on a couple, a couple of the only songs. A couple. Well, he did have that remix of uh, what was that song? What was that? Ugh, what was the lead single? The lead single was oh, um, my chick bag. Yeah, he with, had with a Nicki he had Minaj. a remix on there that had a few people on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and he also had that song Everybody Drunk. Uh, or is that her So so that was originally the original that was like originally the buzz single for the album and it yeah. and it was Ludacris and Shauna. Yeah. But then when it when it came when the album came out they replaced Shauna with Lil Scrappy. Yeah. So that's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so but yeah, Shauna still I think she still makes music. Uh she I saw she put out a single called Wobble a few years ago. So that's her. I mean, it would, I, I feel like she she didn't quite get her due, um, considering her talent. But shout out to Shauna. Um, then a, a real quick note, I just wanted to mention uh, Mercedes from No Limit Records. Um, I've never heard a lick of her music, but <laughs> I'll never forget her because of this infamous source ad that ran for quite a while um, for an album called Rear End. And so the album cover for Rear End was her bent over like a, you know, a pen and pixel car and okay. uh, in, like in a bikini. So I just, okay. that image will be forever stuck in my head just because. Shout out to Mercedes. Shout out to Mercedes. <laughs> Greatest um, album cover ever. Yes. <laughs> the album did come out eventually, but, you know, yeah, never heard it. Monkey on the dick, monkey on the dick, what? Monkey on the dick, monkey on the dick, say twerk some niggas. Then in 2000, yeah, Trina. Um, well, so so you first time you would have heard Trina would have been in 1998 on the record um, "Nan Nigga" from uh, from Trick Daddy. Huge, huge song. <laughs> uh, um, you know, cause she she came out with a super a super high pitched voice and you know yeah, no, and it's like oh shit, who's that? Okay.
And then she dropped the album uh, a couple years later called The Baddest Bitch in 2000. She had the, the album cover was really, uh, it, was, it was bad. It was like her, like in a, like a, uh, you know, like a nurse's getup with no pants. Like, like, like on a, on a gurney with, with the dude who's dead. Now, I don't know what happened. Did she fuck him to death? or well, she, I, I have no idea what happened or, or why she's trying to resuscitate him. We'll, but, we'll ask her. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but that, that album had had the first single, The Baddest Bitch, the title track, and then it had the song that you might remember, uh, Pull Over, That Ass Too Fat. I remember it. I remember. Um, <laughs> and then uh, a couple years later, she had the, she followed up with this, the album Diamond Princess, which had production from Kanye West, Cool uh, and Dre, Missy Elliott, Just Blaze. So they definitely like her first album was mostly produced by locals, and then this one they tried to I guess expand her sound a bit. She had the record uh, Told Y'all, which was on the it was on the soundtrack of the movie um, All About the Benjamins with Ice Cube and uh, Mike Epps, mm-hmm. um, and it. it Notable because it featured an, a very early uh, verse from Rick Ross, who's in the video just in various very colorful throwback jersey getups, which is funny <laughs> considering his image now. Slightly different. Different image. Y'all niggas wanna fuck with Ross, point him out, who really wanna touch the boss? I ride around all the time, those tents on the band, cell phone flipped out, looking sick on the rims now. Name a nigga who can fuck with me, <laughs> name a nigga who can flow with me. East or West Coast, I'm the best with toast, attack a blow, I'm aiming at your neck and throw. And then she had a joint called uh, No Panties, featuring uh, Tweet. It was produced by produ- Missy. Produced by Missy. It definitely has that, that Missy sound to it. Um, and then uh, she had the record Be Alright, featuring Ludacris, which was produced by Kanye West. Um, and then she had another song, Hustling, which was a remake of Easy es No More Questions on, on that album. Tell us a little something about yourself. And then she followed that up with the album uh, Glamorous Life in 2005. Um, had, had the joint... Uh, uh, Don't Trip, which was featuring her then boyfriend uh, Lil Wayne, and it sound it basically sounds like a Hot Boys record. Because um, it is kind of a hot it, it's boys a Hot Boys record. record. <laughs> it was produced by Manny Fresh. Um, and then you got uh, a record called Here We Go, featuring Kelly Rowland, which was like an R&B, kind of like an R&B slow jam, kind of like a, a surprisingly tender side of, of Trina. Um, she, she branched out. <laughs> yeah, and she had a couple other albums that I, I don't think really made any noise. Uh, Still the Baddest in 2008 and Amazing in 2010. Um, but she's still around. She recently did an interview with uh, The Breakfast Club in January, um, so you can check that out. And You'll probably hear something from her soon. I would, I would bet. I would imagine. I don't think she is like done with it. Yeah. She's definitely gonna pop up. I mean, she was recently on the Run the Jewels three album. Oh, that's right. Hook. That's right. She was um, on. Um, yeah. Um, Panther like a Panther. Yeah. 
Is, is that is that what you know? I'm the shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, so then you got Free, who we who we mentioned earlier. Um, she, you know, again, she was a choreographer in the early '90s, apparently, but um, she was on a joint um called Mr. Big Stuff, which was again a soundtrack record of the 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 um, the movie the, the Associate, which was a Whoopi Goldberg vehicle where she was like a coach of a basketball team or something like that. Or yeah. no, no, she was some executive. Anyway, <laughs> she was on that record with Queen Latifah. When I hit ya, but I never do like a crane. I come to split ya, break your bank until y'all get the picture. Marvel at the power I gain, still counting the days. Articles written about the ways that I scammed them, got them, beat them, hooked them. Investors still amazing how this little girl shook them. I took them for everything they had. The kitchen sink, I got them making appointments to see the. And then she was on a remix to the record "Feel Your Pain" by the Whitehead Brothers in '96. Um, then she had a couple guest appearances with like Keith Sweat and again the aforementioned uh, Militia. Yeah, um, obscure stuff. Yeah, obscure stuff for sure. <laughs> um, and then uh, another soundtrack cut. Uh, 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 really, uh, I remember this video. Do you? And it was. I don't remember the video. She was. They were on a spaceship or something. It and, sounds about right. Yeah, this was when I guess Wyclef was doing remix and releasing singles like left and right. Yeah. He could do no wrong. Yeah. So, yeah, this was one of those times. <laughs> yeah, it was on the soundtracks to the movie Small Soldiers, yeah. which was like a CGI movie in 1998. Um, but then, you po- if, if you're familiar with rap at all, you probably remember her from um, Patriots off of Cannabis' debut album, Cannot Bust, in 1998. Free be the one rocking shit. Special operatives, specializing in weapon diagnostics. My survival tactics be drastic like Rambo. I'm strangling niggas with my bow and arrow elastic. Whoever said you couldn't be five feet in thoroughbred. Never witnessed the cerebral cortex in my head. How many gigabytes does your hard drive hold? Or does your hard drive fold once the signal hits the node? Beyond mission control, the theory behind your thought. Marie Antoinette behead me, I still rock. Why you choking, suffocating off your own testosterone? I'm known for breaking levels down. The that, that joint. Oh boy. Um. She. She. <laughs> yeah. She's. She's definitely gotten around and do some things. Uh. One thing was. Um. Uh. She did a mix tape appearance on one of Talib's uh, beautiful mix CDs. I okay. think it was the first or second one. Okay. Where she's trading verses with him, singing and rapping, mm. on um some track that he uh, did using the um. Sleepy Brown, I can't wait. Be oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So, but but other than that, you would know her from, of course, from One Hundred Six of Park. She was, um, her and um AJ were the first co-hosts of that show for two thousand to two thousand and five. Felt like longer than that. But, it, yeah. it did. It but did. uh, um. But yeah. Other than that, she had a verse on um um Ed OG's album The Truth Hurts on a joint called Just Because, which is like a. They're going back and forth on some like baby mama, baby daddy drama. Like. Used to be my man, we used to be in love. Since we parted ways, things is getting rough. Just because I got a kid by you, don't give you no reasons to act like a fool. Yo, you used to be my girl, but that was in the past. It's a shame that that shit didn't last. And just because we got a kid together, don't give you no reasons to change like the weather. Sometimes I reminisce on how it was before we dropped it. See, I was your everything, and you was all I need. Stop paying attention, cause I gained a little weight. Poking all these hookers, laying up. And she was on a record called Finding Temptations, which was from the um, 
the movie Finding Temptations with uh, Beyonce, where she was like a gospel singer and whatnot. Um, this is 2003. Mm-hmm. Uh, the song was produced by Missy Elliott. Uh, fe- again, featured Missy Elliott and MC Light right. and Beyonce. And the video, it, it got played a lot on One Six and Park. I wonder course. why. Yeah, gee. <laughs> um, but she never put out an album. Um, she could rap. Like, I thought she was a pretty good rapper. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, she never put out an album. Oh, forgot up? about something. What's that? She was on that remix to the Whisper track. You remember that? The, oh, um, um, Ying Yang Twins. Yang Twins. Yeah. Whisper song. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever heard that. Well, you can check that out. I'll, I'll, yeah, <laughs> in, in my spare time, I will. Is she whispering? Yes. Okay. <laughs> can you tell the difference between her whispering and, and the Ying Yang Twins whispering? <laughs> yes. It's just like a higher pitched whispering? Yes. Tell you some shit you might like to hear. I got a nice little and my ass poke out automatically. I could ride a no doubt. I'm no forgetting all the haters mad. I could go slow but go crazy fast. I give amazing head backside little sulfur than a baby Anyway, um, but yeah, she moved on to do radio. I think she was doing radio in DC for a while. She's still out there. She has a Twitter, she has a website, so go go find free. She's out there. She's there. Um you have Rashida uh, from Atlanta, who was, uh, she was, I guess she was in a group called The Capers in 1998. She signed a record deal with Motown, and she put out an album called Dirty South in 2000. wasn't It wasn't popular; it didn't chart. Um, she released several albums, released s- several albums since then, or mixtapes: uh, Ghetto Dream, uh, Georgia Peach, That Type of Girl, Certified Hot Chick. She was on a remix of the song Bedrock, which was like a, a Young Money joint from uh, like 2000. Yeah, it was more so something. just her flipping her own verse on it. Right, right. Okay, I got you. Okay. Like an unofficial remix? Basically. Yeah. That great, great, fruity pepper sweet. He running after me like a track meet. He call me sushi roll because I'm raw as fuck. Already supreme. Ain't got a guess me. My pillow top game so superior. Yeah, so she's she's got I don't know what this stuff is. Well, it, <laughs> it was a mixtape series, uh, uh, Boss Bitch Music. Uh, well, she had an album called Boss Bitch Music, mm-hmm. and then uh, a Boss Bitch series of mixtapes. Uh-huh. She had the um, the Peach Candy collabo with Candy Burris. Is that uh, actual from, candy, or is this just, just a song? Is that a song? Uh, Peach Candy was kind of like an EP that they did. Together. Ah, yeah. Okay. Um, which was interesting. Um, I didn't even know about it until recently. Yeah. Um, and then of course she was on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Yeah, I feel like that's probably where people know her from the most. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to her music. Yeah. And I imagine that's where her and Candy Burris made that connection because I believe they're both on that show. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> um. Now you got, now we got, moving on to uh, Remy Ma, a.k.a. Remy Martin. She was first Remy Martin and then shortened it to Remy Ma because Remy Martin wasn't having that. <laughs> um, yeah. 
So yeah, she she had a solo cut on Big Pun's second album, his posthumous album. Yeah, baby. Yeah, in two thousand, on a track called Miss Martin, where it's just her rapping and Big Pun kind of picking her up. Remix in 2000. Remy Watson! <laughs> with uh, with uh, MOP, of course, uh, Busta Rhymes and Teflon. Um, she dropped a few, like, again, sound, like some soundtrack cuts um, and random 12 inch singles. Um, one on Unstoppable, uh, a joint called Remy Ma, and a joint called Monster. Um, but then. Uh, you know yeah. what everybody knew her for first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lean Back, of course. By uh, it, was, it, was her, it was her and Fat Joe. It was a yeah. Terror Squad record. To the easy, into the wizard. My arms stay breezy. The dogs stay fizzy. I got a date at 8. I'm in the 740 fizzy. And I just bought a bike so I can ride till I die with a matching jacket. About to cop me a mansion. My niggas in the club, but you know they not dancing. We gangsta and gangsters don't dance with boogies. So never mind how we got here with burgers and hoodies. Listen, we don't pay admission and the bouncers don't check us. And we walk around the metal. They, they put that on the, on the album True Story in 2004. Pretty decent album, actually. I, I remember being surprised at at like actually thinking it was good. I didn't think it, I didn't think I would like it, but it was cool. Yeah. Um, and then her album eventually came out in two thousand and six. Uh, There's something about Remy on Universal Records. I think they I think they waited too long to put it out. They should have dropped. They should if they could have. They should have dropped it right after Lean Back to capitalize on that buzz. But um, so she had a single in two thousand and five called called uh, Whatever, produced by Swiss Beats. And then she had the the official first single for the album, Conceited, produced by Scott Storch, which you might remember. She had a you know more R&B flavor joint called Feel So Good, featuring Neo. This is like early, like early Neo, like around the time. Around the time of his first album, I believe. Um, but she left Terror Squad after that. Um, just, you know, she felt like her album wasn't promoted right. They weren't doing it right. So she left Terror Squad. Um, and, of course, 2008, unfortunately, she um, received a, a six-year prison sentence uh, for shooting a friend over money, allegedly. Yeah. Um, but then she put out a, a mixtape right around that time called Blasphemy. Um, and then uh, she put a... Uh, another mixtape out, I think, right after she got out of prison, called "I'm Around." Um, and now she's on Love and Hip Hop New York with Papoose, her husband. Uh, her husband, yeah. Uh, they married like right after she she got locked up. Um, and um, I've never watched, I've never watched uh, her. I've never seen her on the show. But from what I hear, they're actually like the more positive representation of Black Love on that show. <laughs> that's, that's what I hear. That's that's, that's what they tell okay, me. That's, okay, that's what they say. Okay, okay. Um, I, I I believe you. I guess. Yeah. Um. 
Then, then of course, you know, uh, her and Fat Joe had a huge record in 2016. All the way up. All the way up. All the way up. Which, uh, you know, kind of reaffirmed Fat Joe's ability to make hit records, you know, just in general. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, like, they came out with that, and then they just released the album earlier this year, Plata Plomo, which we discussed in an earlier episode. Um, and she's been making headlines lately. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, there's that. <laughs> So, yeah, of course, no doubt she made recent headlines with uh, Sheether, a diss track uh, about uh, Nicki Minaj. And, um, yeah, I mean, that, that, that feud, uh, it seems like they were, they, they, were, they were both trading some subliminals back and forth for years. I, think, I, think, I, don't think they had, I don't think they ever had any personal beef. It's just kind of like, you know, typical rapper shit, like ego type thing. Like, I'm yeah. the queen. No, I'm the queen. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, it might have been some let's make money stuff too. <laughs> you never know. You know that's that's always a possibility. Uh, um, I think she feuded with Foxy Brown too at some point. I think Foxy Brown apparently is feuded with everybody at some point. Isn't like, yeah, that, except Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah. So that's Remy. I mean, you know, still very active. Hope, you know, maybe she'll come out with another solo album soon. Maybe um, I assume. Who knows? Yeah. Um. And she can rap. We should say that. Yeah, she she she, she, she's she a can rap. She yeah. can rap. Um, and then you got um, Princess Superstar, who just real cool. She's basically like a. I feel like she's like the Lady Gaga of rap. Like white white woman. Uh, she put out she put out like six albums, but I think she's more of like an artsy type of like an art house rapper. Um, that's 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 the term you want to go with. I, I, I guess <laughs> I art school art school rapper. Um. She had a joint called uh, with with Cool Keith called Keith and Me in two thousand and one. Take a big sip in half, you took the scale. If this rap game don't work out, baby, you cut for chipping nails. I got the nail done for the special day. All of a leg, Casey Chris and pissing up a day. I miss rapping. She's worked with Prince Paul. Um, yeah, that's about it. I want to say about her. Um, 2001, you got Angie Martinez. Who, from Hot 97. From Hot formally. 97. <laughs> well, formerly of Hot 97, that's right. You know, very popular DJ out in New York. Uh, she she so the first time you you heard her rap was on the Karis One Joint Heartbeat in 1997 off the uh, I Got Next album. Apparently apparently KRS like asked her up to rap. She was like okay fine and, and so and so she did it. Eventually ended up on a really big hit posse cut. Um, oh yeah, the, uh, the ladies' night remix, the remix of Little Kim's uh, "Ladies Not uh, Not Tonight." Not not tonight. Yeah, which ended up featuring uh, um, Little Kim, uh, Missy Elliott, Angie, and the uh, Left Eye. The brat wasn't on that, was she? Yeah, she was. Oh, she, she, was she definitely was. She okay. definitely was. <laughs> Kicking up sand with with her. Uh, Overalls in the video. I, I never forget that. Um, I don't know <laughs> why. Right, but um, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, 
so then she but she so she came out with the album of up close to personal 2001 uh, featured the joint of them things featuring with with q-tip who i think she may have been dating at the time but uh that's not important um and that, that joint was produced by neptune's the album was co-executive produced by slime remy who you might know from the fujis or nas um she followed that up a year later with the they with the album animal house that had the out the song uh it, which was i guess kind of a, it was like a mild it was like a sleeper a mild hit uh if i could go with sicario and little mo sicario who i think was like a jay-z sound alike uh yeah 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 and um you can hear angie every christmas time because she has a christmas record with mary j blige um I forgot the name of it. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever heard that. At the tunnel shop through hustle or bustle, snow and lights make one the land out this concrete jungle. There's miracles on 34th Street. On a train, get that lady with all them bags you see. Radio City for the Christmas show. We making angels in the snow, giving honey lots of kisses under mistletoe. Snowball fights in courtyards. See Spanish Harlem sing Feliz Navidad. New York State of Mind at Christmas time. And all the children showing. You've heard it. Okay. Okay. Well, apparently I've heard it. You've heard it at Christmas time. Okay. Um, but yeah, and like that song. If I could, I just remember being annoyed by that song. Like, I think I was annoyed by Sicario because, like, every time he came in, he'd be like, "Oh boy," and something, something about "Oh boy" annoys me. Oh boy. Can't I can't call it. But um, um, and then Angie Martin. So that was her last her last musical foray, as far as I know. And then uh, she went to Power 105 a few years ago, 2014. So she's on there every day. She has interviews on, um, you know, online, on YouTube. And she she put out a book, like, I think last year. Yeah, yeah, just putting everything out there, yeah, everything that she's all. gone through. Yeah, that's what they call those. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. That's the yeah. official name. But um, but no, yeah, and, and she, you know, it's, it's probably interesting. I mean, she, she's seen a lot. She definitely she, has. So she's heard a lot, seen a lot, yeah. So... Yeah, so she's, you know, obviously still, like, huge on radio. So that's Angie Martinez. Um, and then you got Kaya, who um, was originally from Philly and then moved to Tampa at an early age. She had the song, uh, My Neck, My Back. <laughs> Raunchy! <laughs> lick my pussy and my crack. <laughs> Both. My back, lick my pussy and my crack. First you gotta put your neck into it. Don't stop, just do it, do it. Um, in 2001, <laughs> um, um, that was, uh, it was, I remember seeing a lot on BT on Cut, you know, hot video. So yeah, I mean, that song, yeah, it was, it was raunchy. It was, I mean, she definitely wasn't the first to do a raunchy record like that, but it, it, it blew up. That blew up. Um, she, she followed that up with the album, Thug Misses, in, uh, 2002. And I guess she recorded an album called Street Preacher in 2003 that went unreleased, um, and then uh, Janet Jackson invited her to do a record with her called uh, So Excited off of her 20YO album in 2006. Uh, joint that samples Herbie Hancock's uh, Rocket. 
And then uh, uh, around that same time, she dropped an album called Gangstress. Gangstress. 2006, which I remember mainly because of the album cover. It basically featured a, it was like 15 or 16 like mugshots of her. I don't know if they're real mugshots or not, but <laughs> I kind of hope they're not. I hope like, so, damn, too. Really? Like, I hope you don't have a record like that. That's, yeah. That's bad. That's, that's a rough life. Yeah. But, oh. um, <laughs> but um, she, so she was a contestant on uh, the Ego Trip uh Produced show Miss Rap Supreme 2008 on VH1. It was like a you know rapper reality competition show, but of course it was ego trips. So they threw in a lot of funny twists and turns. Um, um, but yeah, she was disqualified in the very in the second episode because she she spit a, a pre-release song. She had a song called Respect Me, and it was supposed to be like a freestyle, but she spit it, um, and you know somebody found out that it was this pre-release song, so she got disqualified. Miss respect me call it just like i see you gotta respect me Cause they gonna respect me. You best to R E S P E respect me. R E S P E respect me. R E S P E respect me. Uh, she trying to sell records. You won't let her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let then, me sell some records. <laughs> but um, she followed that up that same year with uh with uh nasty music. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, that was like her last like I think physical album. And then she's since then she's released several like self released uh, digital only joints. Motormouth in 2012, yeah. Love Locks in 2014, Queen.com in 2016. Queendom Come. <laughs> what? Queendom Come. Queendom Come. Yeah. And, and, Queendom Come. And it's spelled exactly like how you would think it was spelled. Yeah. It, coming from uh, Kyle. And that was last year. <laughs> and that was last year. So, so she's still making music. So she's still active, you know, do, doing it on her own terms. Um... Then you got Miss Jade. From, from Philly. From Philly, absolutely. Unmistakably Im- Im- from Philly. Yes. Like, you listen to her, she yeah. sounds... Yeah, the, the the way that she flows, you definitely... And I'm not saying that she's mocking anybody, but you definitely feel that same type of flow pattern uh, from a beanie, from a freeway, um, even to some extent a black thought. Eve. Uh, Eve, definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you definitely uh, hear the influence in, in her, her flow pattern. Yeah. So she was on uh, Timberland's Beat Club Records. Um, she like debuted on Timberland and Magoo's album uh, "Indecent Proposal" in two thousand and one, um, and then she did a she was on a remix of a Nelly, Nelly Furtado record called "Turn Off the Light" in two thousand and one. I'm guessing that's kind of where the the relationship between Timberland and Nelly started because I'm sorry Nelly Furtado because I'm not talking about Nelly. 
Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, so anyway, uh, she was also on Missy Elliott's album, Miss E So Addictive, 2001. Um, she was on a joint called Funky Fresh Dressed off of uh, Under Construction, another Missy Elliott album, 2002. And then she was on a record called, again, a uh, Timberland record called uh, Are We Cutting? Are We Cutting? Well, it was a, it was a Pastor, Pastor Troy joint that Timberland produced in 2002. What you talking? And then finally her album came out, Girl Interrupted, which had the record, the hit record, uh, Ching Ching with with Nelly Furtado, um, which and Timberland. And yeah, yes, right. He was he was on there as well. And then uh, she had the single Big Head, which was kind of doing like a whisper type style. That album didn't really do too well. Um, since then, she I think she put out a mixtape, like year, many years later, and I think she's still, you know, trying to get her her music going. Yeah, yeah, she um, she's definitely still making some movements, and uh, she's had a few mixtapes I think over the last okay. couple of years. So she 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 definitely hasn't uh, slowed down. On yeah. That. So good luck to her. Yeah. Um, two thousand and two, we had Jean Grey. Um. So she started off as as what what great name what what uh, yeah with uh, a group the group Natural Resource um, they had a record called um, Negro League Baseball in 1997 um she put out her first uh solo album uh called attack of the attacking things in uh 2002 um had production from from her from herself she was I think she was going under the name not saying i mean that was like her production uh alias uh but then also had production from mr lynn beat miners and master ace um well, what's interesting about the liner notes of this album is that um each song had like eq settings for like the bass mid tempo and the treble that that she that she like I recommended that you listen to that song with. I didn't even know. That. Yeah, um, and then uh, she followed that up with uh, the bootleg of the bootleg in uh, well the official bootleg was a mixtape she put out and then the bootleg of the bootleg, which was released on Baby Grand in two thousand and three. You could actually like buy that 
in like I remember buying that at like Best Buy or something, which was you know different at the time for her. Um, and then she so she recorded the album Genius with Knife oh, Wonder. Man. Yeah, this yeah. album. Yeah, so good. This, so good. It's good, but it got me so upset okay. because it was like everybody and their mother bootlegged that album. I bootlegged that album. Yeah, and. The version that was out was so good. The version that they ended up releasing five years after they recorded it, the beats just didn't fit, man. <laughs> I, I, I don't quite agree with that. I feel like so. So basically, what happened was you know, she 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 did this joint with Knife, the album with Knife Wonder, uh, two thousand three. It like you said, it leaked. Um, so what happened? I think what happened with you know because Knife Wonder is is very you know his music is all is all sample based very very heavily sampled, and so when they when they released the official record they several of the songs about half the album I would say they had to like replay the samples, and so there's definitely like if you listen to the two records if you if you only hear the the retail version you probably wouldn't notice anything was missing, but if you listen to the the leaked version first you probably be like oh this doesn't sound quite the same I, to me it's still good it just lacks that whenever you have I to can't replay go back sample, i can't unhear I, I, yeah yeah <laughs> whenever you have to like replay a sample it it, it loses something in the translation yeah it's just, that's 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 an okay. come on roll your windows down and turn the woofers up new yiddy city get that liquor in your tinted cups Picture me kicking this pretty, then remember the words. We keep it gritty like the grates at the edge of the curb. Listen, there's nothing like knowing yourself. Uh-huh. Like the way I know the smoking's kind of broken my health. Yeah. Like the way I know my flow don't make appropriate wealth. I can't change that, but funny I'm saying that. When it's money, I'm aimed at. I'll give a fuck if you frame that or quote it. I meant what I said, because I wrote it, point noted. I know I'm overly sensitive when it comes to well just about everything they say revenge is success when i'm on it man part of man please you don't want to get me started fam see i'm the plan and the marketing key a nice motherfucker creeping in the heart of your team now how smart are we hip leaning on your arteries keep your foes closer with the nose posted up it's all a job to me walk like pam gray and nan fair stalk the city straight lines like the hawk on beat Did she drop the album this week in 2004? Which I loved. I I was disappointed by this album. Kind of. I love this. Um, album, man. I felt I don't know. I felt like it was there were definitely tracks where she she was clearly trying to go for like a different audience, which. I mean, sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. But she had a couple of Ninth Wonder joints on there too, which, including uh, Don't Rush Me, which was also on Genius, but then Super Love, which was really dope, really dope record yeah. they did together. Yeah. Hey, hey. 
your name and have you maintained, huh? You don't say the word. I like you too. Like to invite you to a party in my pants. Okay, that was just rude. Let's dance. Sorry. Seven long aisles, starting them, dropping them back. Like a bleach on the block again. Rock, holla, pop my collar. And where's the brother with the drop of collar? The hot model. Now she's put out like various mixtapes and compilations of old material that have been released on various labels. Um, they had um, after they released Genius, uh, Baby Grand put out um, uh, the Evil Genius in 2008, which was produced by this production duo Blue Sky Black Death. I think I think they're a duo, um, but it was unauthorized. Like apparently they took vocals she had recorded and just kind of put out put them out over these these beats that. Uh, uh, over Blue Sky and Black Death's beats, and so she she wasn't behind that project. Um, mm-hmm. Then she put out a mixtape called Cookies or Comas in 2011, uh, which was a gangster grizzles uh, uh, joint uh, hosted by DJ Drama. Uh, it was the promo for the album. Uh, it was a promo for the album Cake, Cake or, or Death, Death, which I think I waited for that album like I don't know how many years, <laughs> uh, many years. Now this was definitely after the time that she ended up on Blacks, uh, Blacksmith. It was around the same. It was, it was the same time. Yeah, Talib Kweli's yeah. Uh, label, and she was doing a lot of um, touring and collaborations with him yeah. as well. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I was looking for another proper release, and uh, after this week, and yeah. I mean, I guess it never happened, no? No, it, yeah, Cake of Death never came out, and, and I seriously doubt it ever will. But it was, again, it was like teased for many years. I remember waiting for it, and it just never happened. I I felt like she probably got caught in the shuffle of, because I think Blacksmith was, they were distributed through Warner Brothers, so she probably got, got you know, just you know, what happens with major labels and like underground artists, they just don't treat them right, and they, they want them to change and all this shit. And yeah. So who knows? But, um... But she still releases music, so she she if if you go to her bank, she has a Bandcamp website where she releases like her own. She just releases albums kind of very freely, um, you know, like self-produced records. Um, she has like several um, R and B EPs. Um, one of them featuring a joint um, uh, um, song and video for "Underneath You," which is which is actually a really dope song. She's, she works with Quelle Chris a lot. Um, she she does a lot of just various things. Like she she has a couple of like audiobook t- type of albums, a lot of comedy based stuff. Um, she did a joint called What You Came For, which was like it was like sponsored by Marvel for uh, the Black Panther comic book, written by Ta Nehisi Coates. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last year. Um. So, but yeah, she clearly it was like kind of fed up with the whole industry scene. So now she just puts music out on her own terms. Own her own formats, like just she seems she's clearly like like freed up by her independence. She's even got her own YouTube series. Well, she had one, had one a few years ago called uh, Life with Genie. It was like a sitcom type thing, like an online sitcom type thing. It was pretty, it was pretty interesting. It would have been nice to see that like evolve and grow, but unfortunately, she uh, after the first season stopped doing that. Mm. Um. But yeah, she still makes music again. Just... Yeah, and she still, in my mind, can spit with the best of them. Oh, God, yeah. She's, no, she's great. 
She's she's you know, she's she's a wordsmith. She wordsmith definitely can uh, rock a beat yeah. um, really well and can fit a lot of vocabulary into one line and just go from basic, um, you know, few word bars to just twenty word bars that just gets every little piece of things that she wants to say and. You know, she's genius. Yeah, she can. <laughs> no pun. Intended. No, uh huh. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's equally like, like she can be equally hard and vulnerable at the same time, and funny. Like she can, she combines all of those. CD of the new Jean Grey LP called This Week in Store, September seventh. All right, writers, you got a preview copy. Let me tell you all about it. The press CD of the new LP. It's called This Week. This Week is Hey, ain't that title sweet? No, but it's not mixed. Yeah, don't be dicks. Yeah, she's definitely a comedian. Yeah, and and um, just like a rare example of an artist who can really be like honest with their music and and just be who they are, and that's something you don't see a lot of. And so yeah, so she's you know. One of my favorite artists, period. Yeah, actually. and when it comes to honesty, if you're looking for that, just pick up the Genius album. Oh, um, go there. My story. That's the joint where she's talking about. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like abortion. Yeah. It's yeah, it's <laughs> deep. It's deep. It's serious. Um, and uh, real quick, yeah, Lady May, who dropped the. Uh, she was on Arista, 2002. She had an album called Mayday, um, with the single Roundup, featuring Blue Cantrell of, of you know the flavor of the moment, Blue Cantrell. Um, who what was the song? Oops. Yes. God, that was terrible. But yeah, that album, the album didn't come out. She recorded it, I believe, but it didn't come out. Again, there's probably promo copies of it if, if you're interested. But uh, so that was Lady May. Um, I think the, the Roundup video had like a, a country western theme, which was odd. <laughs> it was almost like almost like real Roxanne. And then, in real quick, um, there's an artist. If if you're familiar with uh, the artist Count Bass D, he had a joint uh, featuring um, in 2002. Um, he had a joint featuring an artist, uh, Raina Shine, who had like a painfully high pitched voice, um, like almost cartoonishly high pitched. <laughs> but but she, she could rap. Um, I don't know if she's done anything since that. I just remember I, her voice just stands out so much that I had to had to throw her name in there. Okay. Confession: I quit acting the social butterfly. Only spread my wings in private. To family, I flutter mine. What's the point of flaunting when the display is disdained? Sift and strain my surroundings, avoiding stains on my name. Claim my terrain underground. I built a strong foundation now on the rise, but in my neck feel this aching sensation. Obstacles to elevation, plunk up against this glass ceiling, sink of feelings at the thought of with. In 2004, you got Jackie O, who um, she had the album uh, Poe Little Rich Girl in oh. 2000. Poe, Polar Rich Girl, <laughs> in uh, 2004, um, featuring the the hits the hit single uh, uh, "Pussy," aka Nookie. Uh, you might remember that from you know "Pussy Real Good." Uh, <laughs> yeah. Pussy, pussy, 
She also was featured on a Ghostface track called uh, Tookin' Back off the Pretty Tony album, 2004, same year. had a, an altercation with Foxy Brown. Because Foxy Brown has altercations with everybody. With everybody. Yeah. Um I get, from what I from what I understand like Foxy Brown like was was in the same studio and Foxy Brown wanted her to like kiss the ring and Jackie O was like fuck that and they got into a fight. Mm. Um but yeah, she never never recorded after that uh after that first album, but I think there was rumors of her being like a super group with like Trina and I don't know uh uh, Remy Ma or some other women. You always hear tales of like super groups, but they never yeah, they never happen. Just you know, you, you, it's it's a unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> um. Then you got 2007. You got uh, Nicki Minaj. You you may have heard of Nicki Minaj. She's probably when it comes down to sales and everything, maybe the biggest female rapper of all time. M- maybe. Maybe and I don't have the numbers in front of right, me, but. Right. You know. It's it's definitely possible. <laughs> and she's one of the biggest rappers, period, right now. Exactly. Um, one of the few who actually sells records. Um, uh, so she was in a group called The Hood Stars in 2004, which was signed to uh, Full Force. Um, she put out a mixtape called Playtime Is Over in 2007. She had a joint mixtape with Lil Wayne called Sucker Free in 2008, which had a promo had a promo uh, picture. Was just similar to little Al- little little Kim's first album cover, the infamous album cover, the, the squat squat yes, um, which I'm guessing that's where little Kim's pseudo beef with her started. Maybe it's she, possible. I think she felt like she. was I think it was to, another one of those kiss the ring yeah, moments. I'm, I'm sure there's that's definitely a major part of it. Um, and the ring was not kissed. It was not kissed. No ring kissing. Um, and then uh, she had a mixtape called "Beam Me Up, Scotty" in two thousand and nine, which I think was like her like a big that was like her breakout featuring the single "I Get Crazy," which I remember hearing on Hot ninety seven in I'm a 
antenna for fix your antenna. I keep three hoes, but don't call me Santa. And Anna and I'm playing than reindeers and I wanna and I wanna Yeah, so she was on the uh, the the Young Money compilation, the very cleverly titled "We Are Young Money" in, yeah. in two thousand and nine. Yeah, the um, Bedrock. Bedrock, which was a which was a pretty big hit for them for that group. Um, and then where she really made a lot of noise was on Monster, the Kanye West joint, um, two thousand and ten from "My Beautiful Tark Twisted Awful Wonderful Fantasy." Um, Awful wasn't in there. I know. <laughs> Neither was wonderful, but. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that was a joint feature. It was a joint. It was Kanye West, Jay Z, and Rick Ross, and Nicki Minaj, and Nicki Minaj destroyed it. she had the best verse on the record i i would agree with that yeah um so yeah so that really like people were like oh shit like okay and um so she followed it up with the album uh pink friday that same year featuring the single uh right through me which was like a a, a love song um she had the, an, another love song called uh your love which sampled the uh annie lennox song no more i love you it's like, yep. ah. um <laughs> that was pretty good um <laughs> she had uh she had a joint called Check It Out, which was produced by Will I Am. This was when Will I Am was producing everything, and he sampled sampled Video Killed the Radio Star. Very yeah. very cheesy record, man. Just straight up, just cheese ball. But but um, then she had the song Roman's Revenge, on which there. is just a crazy, it's a crazy weird. It's a it's, record. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, even though it wasn't a single, a lot of people knew it from being oh, yeah. played on certain radio stations, and also because it was featured in This Is Forty. Uh, the movie. Um, now, oh really? I don't even yeah. remember that. Okay, you watch it again. Okay, <laughs> and just the, I mean, the music behind it that, it was, that it was the weird. violins, it was, and, it was different. And the, the 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 video game sound effects and yeah, all. That. It was yeah. It was it was it was an unconventional sounding song. Yeah. But again, like like she was very much like I think she definitely was doing the monster thing on that song. Like, yes, just very kind of just unrestricted, just doing like like. You know, playing characters and whatnot. The thanks that I get for putting you bitches on. Is it my fault that all of you bitches gone? Should have sent a thank you note, your little hoe. Now I'ma wrap your coffin with a bow. Nikki, she just mad because you took the spot. What world that bitch mad because I took the spot? Well, bitch, if you ain't shitting, then get off the pot. Got some niggas out in Brooklyn that'll off your top. 
I hear the mumbling, I hear the cackling. I got them scared, shook, panicking. Overseas, church, Vatican. You gotta stand still, mannequin. You wanna sleep on me overnight? I'm the motherfucking boss, overwrite. And when I pull up, Rome, motorbike. Now all my niggas get bucked, overbite. I see them dusty ass felines, Levi's, raggedy ass, holes in your knee highs. I call it play. Now do you see why? These bitches calling me Manning Eli. She had a joint, a joint, a joint that I remember was called Here I Am, was produced by Swiss Beats. I just, when I, I remember listening to that album when it came out, and nothing really stood out to me except for like Roman's Revenge and Here I Am, which was a joint that just seems like an honest, like an honest reflective joint. Everything in life is old, and the only thing that changed is the price of gold. Even in the afterlife, I'm gonna fight your soul. Cause the second time around, I'll be twice as gold. So do you take me to be who I am? To have been a whole, to death do us part? Cause if not, it's just best we both part. Cause how am I supposed to finish what you start? You got me thinking twice to just breathe. Then you say I won't survive if I leave. But I got a couple of tricks up my sleeve. I no longer need yeah, I remember the talk around that time being that she kind of softened her sound a lot. Uh, with Super Bass? Well, even before Super Bass, just the album itself was, it just seemed a, a bit more, a bit tamer than than what she had been doing prior. Like, and it was like, it had a, like a softer edge, um, which which you, which people maybe didn't expect. I think they, they felt like she was, you know, I mean, clearly she was, she was, she knew what she wanted. She knew what she was going for. She was going for the whitest audience possible and, and <laughs> whitest, not whitest uh, that although you could argue it's the same thing but that's not what i meant um but um but yeah so then super bass which came out a year later and ended up being a, like a bonus track like like on, on the deluxe version i believe but super bass was a it was an edm record right it was basically like a top 40 dance uh, dance cut you could say that you could probably say that yeah i mean i don't know it, it it's very poppy. I, it, it was very poppy. It's very poppy. It was very poppy. It and definitely was. And it was, but it was huge. That was a huge hit for her. I mean, with that first album, uh, you know that they're definitely between that and the, um, I guess the second album, Roman Reloaded. You you definitely had a um, a lot of her bigger tracks were the pop song. Yeah, and so uh, just real quick, the, the the title Pink Friday came from the fact that her album was released on a Friday, which at that time was unusual because albums were normally released on Tuesday. But yeah. But but now the albums are always released on Friday. But. Yeah, that just moved on. But yeah, that's another story. Yeah, that's another story. Now, so one thing I just wanted to point yes. out the um, when she did finally come out with her first album and they came out with that first single, Massive Attack. Oh, Massive Attack. Yeah, with uh, I think uh, Sean Garrett on it. Yeah. Um, that flopped, <laughs> and it was kind of like. They put so much into this video. They did. They did. And, I remember that. Um, yeah. it, 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 it's not going anywhere. What yeah, happened? Yeah. I don't know. But then, you know, uh, I guess it was uh, Your Love was next. I think Your Love that, is yeah. what. And that just blew up. Or right, no, I think Right Through Me is is the one that really, I think that's the one that really blew up for her, yeah. I think. But um, so you already mentioned uh, her follow-up album, Roman Reloaded, in 2012. Um, 
So it definitely capitalized on the success of Super Bass. So like half, like literally like half the album is very poppy, very top 40 EDM type music. Um, the, the song Starships, which was again huge, was on was on that that second half of the album. The first half of the album is actually it's it's a lot more like Roman's Revenge. So it's right. it's very like she she seems like like there's a lot of humor on it. There's a lot of just wild like wild shit like and, and but I mean it I actually like that like I think that is she sounds she sounded like she was just doing whatever the fuck she wanted to do like <laughs> and she's you know trying out different things different flows different characters and like I mean she sings like come y'all come all ye faithful on the first track like it's like what like what, what? Like, it's, it's very Where random she going it's very this, random you know? but I kind of I like random so. So, but then again, the second half of the album is pop, and it's just like, oh boy, like where are you going? Yeah, <laughs> you and, started there. Yeah, you going there? I yeah. don't know. So it was like a, but I mean, it worked for her. She, she, that album sold a ton, um, in an age where albums aren't selling a ton, and um. She had the track uh, "Stupid Ho" on there, which was uh, dissing Little Kim, not by name, but you knew you all y'all knew what she was talking about. You know. And I remember that video just looking like a giant acid trip. Um, <laughs> and then she followed that. She she uh, re-released the album, uh, uh, and the, the re-release was called "The Re-Up," and it and it, it featured like seven, I think it's like seven new songs uh, in, in addition to the the original album. Um, and then she had "Pink Print." In 2014, obviously play on Blueprint, yeah, um, featuring the song uh, "Pills and Potions," which was I think she was singing on that mostly. Yeah, but, I think so. Um, and then she had um, the song "Anaconda," which, which was oh colossal. It was a he was a huge <laughs> hit. I I really hate that record though. I have to say <laughs> it. I like that. So so Anaconda was of course a uh, uh, she sampled um, uh, uh, God. Sir Mix a Lot. Sir Mix a Lot track. Baby Got Back. Baby Got, Baby got Back. back. I, I'm sorry. Uh, um, but yeah. Um, I, I mean, number one, like just sampling like Baby Got Back. It's like Baby Got Back was kind of like the actual message of the song is, I can appreciate because at that time, black women's bodies were not really like the, 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 uh, the, the, like the ideal of beauty, I guess, at that time. But um, but the musically, it, it, the song was always a joke to me. Like, just the beat was always just really goofy. Well, me. I mean, I think that since she did grab the pop audience, yeah, that she really wanted to, I guess, settle into the lane of what. I mean, I don't know her, and I don't know what she's spoken upon, but yeah. maybe her preference is rapping, even though she has a, I guess, a fair singing voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, fair, fair. Yeah. Yeah. So for her to do Anaconda with her rapping and it being a colossal hit, yeah. I, I I would imagine she would have uh, 
I preferred that. Yeah. And, uh, like, I just remember some of the lyrics, like, one of the lyrics, one of the lines that stood out to me was she was like, I let him hit it because he slang cocaine. It's like, word? Like, <laughs> what, what? And she, 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 she has a lot of young, she has a lot of young fans. Like, a lot of young girls are, like, her fan base. And I thought it was weird that she's basically saying she was fucking a guy because he's a drug dealer. I just thought that was really weird. Maybe cocaine is a metaphor for something. Like, she was just saying he was so good that it was like cocaine. But I don't think that's what she was saying because there's a lot of drug talk on there. But anyway... <laughs> Moving on, um, that album was it was definitely like a more personal record. She kind of scaled back from the cartoonish stuff she was doing on Pink Friday on uh, on uh, Roman Reloaded. There's also she 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 shied away from the 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 EDM sounding stuff. Yeah. Um, as a result, the album is is I guess it's more of an even album, but it's also I I gotta say it's less interesting than uh, even though like the first like three or four songs are are more on more more personal, but the rest of the album is is kind of what you would expect lyrically from a, a huge record, you know, rappers talking about money and cars and all that stuff. Um, the the uh, the iTunes version of the album had the song Truffle Butter, which was probably the best song on uh, it. Yeah. Um, which sampled a, a house track uh, called What They Say by Maya Jane Coles. Um, I, I like that song. Like, the beat was, it was kind of different, but it, you know, it was, it was a good record. Is your hair right now? You a stand up or is you in your chair right now? Do you hear me? I can't let a whack nigga get near me. I might kiss the baddest bitch if you damn me. I ain't never need a man to take care of me. Yo, I'm in that big boy. Bitches can't rent this. I floss every day, but I ain't a dentist. Your whole style and approach I invented. And I ain't taking that back because I meant it. If you bought this the album, if we bought the CD, it wasn't on. Yeah, you were asked out, <laughs> um, unfortunately. Um, now she she uh, she had a, a a guest verse on the on the Madonna song "Bitch I'm Madonna" in 2015, which was, I guess, that's kind of a big deal. You know, Madonna is still in in this day and age still one of the biggest pop stars ever. Yeah, and, and she uh, ended up on the Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, that's right. Did yeah. she with with MIA? Okay. Madonna. Ah, there you go. Um, and then yeah, she was she was a judge on American Idol at one point. Um, she's 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 done a couple movies, and as I mentioned, she had beef with Little Kim. Um, I I don't know if that's still going on or not. Who knows? But um, Little Kim, who you know, after you know, she's she's more famous for for image and and and, and like antics than she is for music nowadays, unfortunately. But um, so yeah, that's Nicki Minaj. I mean, one of the biggest stars in the world still. Um, she she put out she put out I didn't mean that in a bad way like oh god still but I mean I'm just I'm just saying she's like huge she's she's a big deal and um, she just put out a couple singles like a month ago one of course being like her response she to finally Remy Ma. she finally responded to Remy Ma after really it was only what a couple weeks or something yeah I but, mean it was about two maybe two and a half weeks yeah. something like that. And but in this day and age, you're expected to to respond to right now. Like, yeah, right now. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. So, um, but yeah. So I, I guess she'll probably have an album. I I suspect she'll have another album coming out this year. I don't know if that's been announced or not. Yeah. Um. 
Uh, either way, you'll definitely hear from Nicki Minaj. Yeah, um, you definitely will. And then you got uh, Little Mama, um, 2007. She had the joint called Lip Gloss, which I felt like it was like a kitty record kind of. My lip gloss is popping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's song about lip gloss, so yeah. you know. She, you she 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 definitely throughout her career has had some simple songs that just you know, uh, and I actually kind of preferred that you know instead of just trying to follow what everybody else is doing. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not mad at it. I mean, it was clearly not for me, but I'm, no. I was not mad at her for for doing that. I, it was actually kind of cool that there was somebody who was doing more of like an innocent type rap song. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, so she followed that up a year later with the album V VYP Voice of the Young People. Um, I think the album did decently. Um. And then she was a she was a ju- after that uh, she was a judge on the show America's Best Dance Crew, which I've never seen, but I'm, I'm sure the Jabberwockies were on there at some point. I'm, I'm guessing. I think so. Yeah. Um, and then uh, so she the the VMAs in 2009, <laughs> um, uh, Jay Z and Alicia Key uh, Alicia Keys performing um, um, Empire State of Mind, and, and um, at the end of the performance, Little Mama jumps on stage. Like, it just kind of, like, poses with them, like... Yeah, and like, Jay-Z's, yeah. like, uh, move aside, honey. It's this, like skedaddle. This ain't your birthday. Yeah. And, uh, um, so, 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 like, that, you know, because her, I mean, she wasn't doing a lot with music, I guess, at that time, so, so, uh, that, that became, like, a big deal. Like, like, if, if you say Little Mama, people might think, oh, yeah, she jumped on the stage with Jay-Z. Yeah. And, but, um, she was in... Uh, several years later, four years later, she was in the uh, TLC movie on VH1, The Crazy Sexy Cool, the TLC story. She played uh, Left Eye. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that actually um, was a big moment for her, yeah. so much to the point that in a couple appearances when TLC, the remaining members, uh, did some of their music, they actually replaced uh, Left Eye's part with, um, well... Little Mama came out and did Left Eye's right. parts on some songs, I right. should say. But yeah, I mean that role. I'm surprised it didn't lead to more like like film or TV work for her because she really did well in that role. Yeah. Like like she really she 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 killed that. Like um she 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 put out a uh, she put out like a little EP uh, like a free mixtape slash EP in 2015 that featured the song Sausage, which was kind of based on this thing that people were doing at the time on like the Twitters and whatnot or the vines. I guess I'm so old. I'm really old. Um, but yeah, just like, research it, man. Yeah, just it's a joint. Yes, yeah. so I mean, but well, I mean, I remember that. I remember this. I just, you know, I at the time, you know, when I heard her song, I didn't realize that that was a thing that people were just doing when they were filming videos of themselves like rapping with the word sausage. But yeah, yeah, it was it was a viral thing. It was a viral I, I remember thing. seeing the yeah, video. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's her. I mean, I imagine you know she she she's out there. She's out in the world. She's doing stuff. She'll probably put out another mixtape or another album at some point. Uh, I, I hope she like pursues her acting career. I thought she, I think she really has a, a future there. Personally. Yeah, yeah but, she did something. But um, so then uh, two thousand and nine. Um, I don't know why that's two thousand and nine. But um, uh, yeah, Rhapsody. Uh, Rhapsody. 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 Who she was in a group called uh Cooley. She's from North Carolina. She was in a group called Cooley High. Uh, they put out an album in, in 2011. And I'm Ray, I can see in my sense, so I paint blind, smooth with the stroke of my pen. 
She writes in braille the tale I see in my lens. A solo flick for one. Like I got stood up again. Then she comes back and she meets me at 10. Six steps till we go. Flow off in the wind. Me and my pen. Where we going? Already been. Freestyle to flow over to remember the game. Uh, and then she joined up with uh, Ninth Wonders uh, Jamla label. Um... She had she has she had several mixtapes and albums. Uh, she had a joint called "Thank Her Now," "Thank H E R Now," uh, 2011. Uh, the idea of beautiful 2012, uh, Black Mamba in 2012 as well. But um, definitely where she had her big moment or, or her her biggest moment thus far was on uh, Kendrick Lamar's uh, "Complexion" off of "Tomorrow yeah. Butterfly." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... You know, uh, I believe the only female MC on that. The only get the only full guest rap verse on yeah, that album. Yeah, true, true, was, true, was from true, her. true. So, so that was a big look because you know she's the only other than Snoop who did like a little mini, basically like a mini verse and a hook. Yeah, uh, she was the only one who had who had another verse other than other than Kendrick. So yeah, yeah, that, got a lot of got a lot of shine from yeah. that. Time she was rolling with uh, Talib, um, I believe. Was she ever? She was. With, she was with Ninth Wonder. Uh, I don't think she's. Ever, I don't think she was ever with Talib. I don't she think. well, she was featured on the Indy Five Hundred album, right? Which, which was a jo- that was a joint effort. But I think that was a joint effort between Ninth and Talib. and Talib. Yeah, and they did they did perform that song and ended up coming out with a video for it. Um, they did it on the Tonight Show. I know that. Hmm. Um, and then uh, later on, she ended up uh, having um, some other features. Yeah. Anderson Pack, Without You, in 2015. She came out with the Beauty and the Beast album, which was on Jamla, um, and then also came out with the Crown EP just last year, um, which got a lot of um, great uh, publicity. Yeah. Um, she was also featured in the uh, much-rotated... Uh, uh, Hip hop um, White House picture uh, with a lot of the rappers who mm. went to visit uh, Obama before Obama. he left, and she was right front and center on that picture. If you want to look for her, ah, and um, and I I'm, I assume she will never be invited to. Um, probably not during Trump's, this administration, yeah. but she did get invited to Rock Nation um, hmm. just a few months ago. So she's down with the Rock. Okay. Well, yeah. Hopefully. She definitely seems like she's next up, so to speak. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think she. I don't know if she'd ever be like a huge mainstream success, but I think she could. You definitely, never know. She could be. I mean, but she definitely seems. She's definitely in a place to really like blow up, and hopefully that'll happen for her. Like, she's she's cool. I, I like her. I do too. Um. Uh, twenty eleven. Now, um, 
um, moving from some, from rappers, we like to rappers. Well, at least speaking for myself, I'm not gonna speak for you. <laughs> speaking for myself, rap from a rapper who I like to a rapper who I kind of loathe is uh, Iggy Azalea, mm. from Australia's finest. Um, she she was so she was she had a lot of like early like like I guess stuff that was on like YouTube and whatnot like mixtapes and things that she was putting out. She's clearly like trying a lot of different sounds. Like if you look for her online. You'll see a lot of different, like a wide range of, like she was clearly trying to find, like she she knew she wanted to be a rapper, but she didn't know what kind of rapper she wanted to be. So yeah, she's trying out all kinds of different shit. Yeah, so you might see her rapping over dance records yeah. and other things, and not quite sounding the way that she does now. Yeah. And um, you know, people were calling her out for that. Uh, calling her out for certain lyrics out there. Um, I mean, I can't find it right now, but there was uh, some song where sh- people are s- claiming. I have to look it up. Okay. So, you know, I don't want to say definitely she did it, but there were people out there claiming that she made some reference to I'm a, I'm a master, you're my slave. And mm, uh, yeah, just, just not this. I don't know where the lyric is, yeah, and okay. that was something that was rotating okay. on the internet. Right. I don't know if I've ever heard the song, so I'm just saying this is what I heard. Very tone deaf, as people like to say nowadays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so she uh, she linked up with T.I. at some point and uh, dropped the album, the new classic on... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, on uh, on Def Jam a few years ago. Is that a chuckle? Yeah, that was that was a, that's that's a, that's 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 exactly what that was. A chuckle. <laughs> um, she had the, the hit, the huge hit single "Fancy," um, and another song "Work." Um, she had a song with so the song "Problems" with Ariana Grande. Is that the song "I'm, I'm Better Off Without You" or something like that? Uh, yeah. It's one of the songs I hear in the gym. Uh, <laughs> um. But yeah, she like 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 those were both huge records. They were both one number one and number two on the, on Billboard at the same time, um, and I guess Ti was maybe writing for her at some point, and um, um, eventually, like like she got into a lot of like social media trouble, and uh, oh, um, the song was drugs. D r u g s. Okay. I'm a runaway slave, master. Okay, yeah, that's you just yeah, that's just not smart. And then. Um, yeah, and then Ti eventually dissociated with her. Um, she, you know, she she didn't after fancy after like she had this huge success. She kind of died down. But I think they did re, they re released her album as it seems to be like the popular thing to do now. Um, <laughs> if you didn't get it right the first yeah, time, you know. Yeah, but but then I don't think she's she hasn't done a whole lot since then. Um, she's put out big songs here and there. I think she has a new song out now. Um, yeah, yeah, she, uh, I think she released the single earlier this year, and, um, you know, my opinion on her, um, I, I, I really don't know how to feel, like, I do, well, I know you do, (laughs) but don't know how to feel in the context of, um, you know, her, her, her voice, the way she raps, the way she sounds, considering she speaks in an Australian accent, yeah, um, and how she sounds like uh, she's a rapper from the South. Yeah. Um, uh, it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, I think at the end of the day, if it wasn't her detached from who she is and really is, I would say that she rhymes fairly well. But, you know, the background just doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. No, I um, 
it, to me, she's like she's basically doing audio blackface. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's how I see it. Like she, you know, it's just really like it's like how do you go from, you know, like it's clearly not her. Like again, you listen to her talk and it's like that's not you at all. And and a lot of stuff she says or and and the, the accent she uses, it's it's like to me, it's like it's some bizarro shit. Like, and I feel like the I feel, but I'm not mad at her. I'm more mad at the atmosphere that allowed her to flourish. It's yeah. just like, it's like, yeah. like, where are the gatekeepers? Where are the people to be like, you know what? Nah, nah, no, no fucking way. But I mean, it's, I, I feel like the ridiculousness of her, well, not really, but it's almost, it's just like we've been inundated with so much ridiculous shit, not just in terms of music, but in terms of like the world. And so it's like, it's just reflective of that. Like shit is just, you know, out of control. And uh, so that's what allowed her to flourish. I'm really hoping, I don't normally root for somebody's downfall. I'm really hoping she doesn't have another hit record ever in her life. I I, I just want her to disappear. I'm, she go I'm rooting for her to... I guess if if she's going to make music, if it's sounding more like her... And it I, really... I'm rooting for her to do that. Okay. I'm rooting okay. for her to do that yeah. and to see the error in her ways and to, like, you know, really understand what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. If Yeah. If, if it sounded more like her, then I'd say, you know what, fine. But... Otherwise, she's gonna keep doing the whole "I'm a black woman from Atlanta" shit. Nah, no, no, thank you. Um, um, another Azalea, uh, 2012 Azalea Banks. Um, she uh she's dropped several like mixtapes and things. Uh, she put out an an EP called 1991 in 2012, which was a it's almost like it's it's like almost like a house throwback in a way, like like a throwback, yeah. almost like a throwback to yeah, Technosonic. She was really, really going for that sound. Um, I mean, it the between the EP and the the following full album, "Broke with Expensive Taste," um, her sound is definitely um, reaching in different areas. Yeah, and then she put, she put out the uh, fantasy mixtape in twenty twelve, the same year, like later on, and then she had the album uh, "Broke with Expensive Taste" a few years ago. Um, which um, had had a few hit, hit joints on it. Two one two being. Uh really really popular yeah. song i think that was on 1991 that, i think it was well, also I mean, a broken expensive it, yeah yeah probably it's probably on both because that was yeah. actually i mean that was technically her debut album and and she, she talked about releasing that album in in 2012 so yeah i think it just took a long time to come out talented i'm not necessarily a fan of what she does but she she does it well like she 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 can rap she can sing she does them uh she has like different flows and she she can she can rap fast or she can you know she she's versatile i think um but unfortunately she's more known for like social media controversy and her social media is annoying the crap out of me like i think she's actually banned from twitter right now yeah yeah she just I don't know. Yeah, it, just she. It, I, the shit starter approach just really doesn't. It 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 
it really turns me off. Yeah, I mean, she's so she's. I think she's she's called herself bipolar. I don't know if that's true or not, but she if she's not, she shouldn't be saying that. Yeah, <laughs> but but she's just you know just always yeah just there's just always controversy around everything she says and does, and um, I don't know. It, hopefully, she can grow grow out of that and actually just let the music speak for itself. But yeah, who knows? yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I hope she uh, gets to that place. Yeah. But. Right now she's annoying me. Yeah, yeah. Um, now she's supposed to be in a a uh, she she's starring in a um, movie directed by the RZA called Coco. Yeah, and uh, she had some dust up with RZA and Russell Crowe, Crow. and uh, I don't know. He kind of distanced himself from her, and yeah. I don't know if the movie's going through. I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Um. Uh, so then, uh, 2014, you have the artist uh, Dreezy, who, again, another Chicago uh, woman. Uh, she um, had a had an album called, her, her debut album uh, called Schizo came out in 2014. Um, I heard her on a joint called Hustle Harder, which was on uh, Common's album Nobody Smiling in 2014. I be living like I need a Lamborghini. I make it happen, I would never need a genie. When it got zucchini, threw away that fettuccine. I've been going to the gym, I'm trying to get in that bikini. I'm a smart chick, but I never went to Harvard. I'm like a Nina, got designer for my armor. Looking for a presidential nigga like Barbara. I'm harder at these niggas' heads like a Barbara. This is for my ladies who single but got a baby who probably driving a Honda but saving for that Mercedes. This is for my pretty women that know that they independent. You say that her shit is really Put out an EP, I guess in 2015, called From Now On. Um, and then she put out an album, uh, No Hard Feelings, in 2016 on Interscope. Um, had, a, had a few singles, Body, We Gonna Ride, and Close to You. Um, she, again, she kind of comes from that Chicago that Chicago school of rapping where she has, like, she can rap like, very fast. And, yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, she's talented. And she's, you know, hopefully she'll put out more music. Um, I'm sure she will. She's doing her thing. Um, and then uh, 2015, uh, you got Young M.A. who she had, So she had, an, uh, I think, a, a mixtape or a song called Sleepwalking in 2015. But where you would know M.A. from is, of course, the song, I guess it's Ow. Ooh! <laughs> okay. Ooh! Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I, I apologize for mispronouncing that. Um, that came out last year. Obviously, that was a huge hit. Yeah, she ended up in an Apple commercial. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, and that that record, it, it it's very similar to uh, Hot Nigger, the the Body Schmurder record from like like twenty I guess twenty fifteen or twenty fourteen. I think it's fifteen. Um, but it's kind of similar to that in just like the the cadence and the way she's rapping. But yeah, they hate, but they broke though. They broke though. And when it's time to pop, they have no show. Like you seen them twirl, then he drops, nigga. And we keep the mind millies on my block, nigga. Hey yo, Tweety, where the hoes, bro? Hey yo, Keys, where the hoes, bro? Tones only get busy with them clocks, nigga. Try to run down and you can catch a shot, nigga. Oh, we got liquor by the boatload. Disrespect the life, that's a no-no. For the God, all I do is cash out. And if you ain't a hoe, get up on my tripod. Baby gave me head, that's a low blow. Damn, she made me weak when 
she's interesting. I mean, she's uh, she's you know uh, a lesbian, which you don't you don't see a lot of of women or a lot of out lesbians in rap, I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, a big step because yeah. uh, that's not something that uh, would have been embraced years ago. Definitely but not. Um, you know, I respect her for that. Yeah, and uh, she definitely can flow uh, uh, that. Uh, money, power, respect, freestyle has rotated a lot on the internet. So much that I don't even see the hustle. I just been flexing like you see a muscle. Fighting these demons, they don't see the rumble. Hold the ball, they rather see you fumble. You act so low, they rather be above you. You need a drink? Nah, I need a couple. I'm just being honest. I'm being real, I swear I'm being modest. I don't gotta be fly, I'm fly in my pockets. I'd rather invest money and triple my profit. The flyest niggas be broke and is eating their conscience. Cause they pretend and they try to wear all these designers. You call it designer, I call it disguising. My speaking that knowledge, yeah, I had to remind them. Gotta preach them that real, gotta teach them that trail. And this game is no love, either kill or be killed. I get head from your bitch and it's fuck how they feel. I ain't trying to be funny, but I get dough like a deal. Give me all the attention, I need all the attention. About to drop me a take, collect all the commission. My goons ready for war, tell them hold their position. They like, my, you sure I'm ready to blow with the smithing? They don't understand controversy made me hot. So how the fuck you think the haters gonna make me stop? They forgot that Dr. Watkins post made me pop. I love this shit, this the shit that really made me quack. Anyway, I'm done talking to him, back to this money. Some of y'all is a joke and I laugh cause it's funny. But I'ma go and sip this tea, yo, pass me the honey. It's them A motherfucker and I'm back on my You know, I, I, I want to see her grow as an artist because I think she can flow pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, She can definitely write a beat and, um, you know, represent New York, of course. Um, I like I like to see her go somewhere with uh, with her career and uh, I think she... She definitely has a lot of promise, but um, I don't want her to get all caught up with being the female rapper who's going to rap about some um, street shit for the rest of her life. Right. Like, I really think she could take it somewhere. Okay, yeah, it'd be, yeah, it'd be nice to see if her, if her album had... If, if, so, hopefully she'll come out with an album, because I feel like what happens with a lot of artists like this nowadays is they come out with, like, a huge hit record, and then nothing ever happens. Like, they never put out an album, or they put out an album, and then that's yeah, it. You don't yeah, hear from them I mean, again. I don't want to. I don't want to see her just constantly rotating, only doing freestyles. I want to hopefully see her come out with a complete album that um, sounds good and, and has got some good song separation because I really think that she could do it. Yeah. Um. So that will conclude our our three part series on uh, women in rap. Yes. Yeah. We we made it. Yes. Yes. And. Um, I'll go classic with my uh, hashtag own those bars uh, for uh, this app. I'll go with um, salt and pepper. I'll take your man. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Jean Grey, uh, my story off of genius. Awesome. Um, yeah. And so I think the story, I mean, the story of women in rap is like the story of rap. Like you can trace. Uh, I think what I realize is that, if you just 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 looking at the women, you can kind of see the different stages that rap has gone through over the years. Like, you know, from from the early beginnings to the like the black consciousness period to the the hardcore phase to like the more pop friendly phase. Like it, you can you can trace all that just by looking at the at at the female MCs. And so, yeah. um, hopefully, we'll have more. I mean, I think as many as we named, you know, you can name three times as many or four times as many male rappers. And so, yeah, yeah, I mean, you would like to be in a world where that evens out a little yeah, bit, but yeah. right now it's definitely uh, teetering in, in a certain direction yeah. towards the men. So, 
Um, ladies, I mean, you, you definitely have contributed a lot to uh, the beautiful history that is hip-hop and would like to see you celebrated a lot more. And um, hopefully uh, what we've done over these uh, three episodes has uh, enriched your knowledge uh, as far as hip-hop uh, uh, female presence is um, concerned. And um, yeah, yeah. I hope we uh, did you guys a little service. Yeah, and yeah, if, yeah. If there's anything that you don't know about, definitely look uh, it up. Look it up. Yeah, look it up. Look it up. That um, probably is the best note for life I can give you for this week. Okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That 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 goes for anything in life. If, if, <laughs> if, if something you don't understand, research it. Yes. It, it's easier than ever to research. Yes. Back in my day, we had to look in a dictionary. <laughs> so, um, or or go, or go to the library. Um. All right. So. Thank you for joining us. And, uh, you know, again, check us out. We're on Facebook at On uh, On No Loops on Facebook, On No Loops on iTunes, On No Loops underscore podcast on Instagram. Uh, We're on YouTube as well. Um, Yeah, we're out there. So so check us out. All right. All right. uh, Peace. Peace. I've been working hard, two jobs every day. Giving time to my children. 